I think he's. We watched part of this the other night. Uh, yeah, this, this is y'all just getting set up or whatever. He's just. Uh, yeah, this is great. This is the cinematic stuff right here. Yeah, this could have been a movie. Yeah, he don't even know the camera's on. I don't think. Singing along with the Graham Parsons, Flying uh, Burrito Brothers classic, Sin City. Somebody on stage is playing it. <laughs> yeah, once again, that's at the Graham Parsons uh, Guitar Pool and Tribute in Waycross, Georgia, 2016. Yeah. So that's a live band you hear there in the background. Yeah, I'm ready, man. All right. Bless you. Won't keep out. So, what do you think of this year's uh, Grand Parsons guitar pool? I think it's getting bigger, man. <laughs> I think it's getting bigger. Hey folks, welcome to another deep end. Deep, deep, in the deep. I'm Uncle Dave Griffin, along with Sean Clark right here. And this is our guest on this month's deep end. Once again, welcome back, Jason Chancey. I'm a habitual violator. <laughs> habitual lion stepper. It's easy for you to say. So, part of my community service to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of community service, uh, um, you do a a service to this community uh, by staying home most of the time. By uh, no, by uh, all of your good ideas musically, um, your songwriter. I mean, we've that's proven out over the, the last episodes that, that we've had you on. But you do. Uh, you've you've done a lot of things in this uh, in this area, uh, from songwriting, bass playing, and uh, um, always there for a friend. That's for sure. Always, always. Uh, I used to enjoy writing the reviews of the music festivals. Then I started playing at them, and it kind of, you know, you, no, you can't be that. your own your own press. So. Uh, you wrote up a good one for one of the early swamp towns. I was blown away. I'd never seen when you when you see one puzzle piece, you don't know if it's a deer's butthole or a refrigerator door handle or whatever. But when you see it all <laughs> together, it kind of blows you away mm -hmm. that somehow there's a deer's butthole and a refrigerator door handle in the same puzzle. But no, I mean when you see all the all the talent together mm -hmm. in one spot, you know. That's when it, you know, I mean, the old days of the creek with people getting up and playing together, and you get you get a glimpse of it there. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, when when people are performing to an audience and it's it's sort of planned out more, but it's still this guy playing with this guy, and you know, adding uh, adding different players to bands or whatever, it, it became 
pretty obvious that everybody was on the same wavelength. And that's what struck me, which led me to go on, man, you know, um, music is changing. This is about 2015 or 2016, something like that. But music was changing. I think it was 2015. Um, and I was afraid it was all going away and I was getting older. Other people were getting older and people moved away. Some people stopped playing music altogether. And I wanted to document it, which really, it was perfectly in my wheelhouse since I knew nothing about video, very little about audio production, had never interviewed a person in my life or whatever, but I still wanted to make a documentary and Sean and I had been you know, talking for a while. It was sort of a thing where, I don't know, we kept talking about it and I kept more or less threatening to do it. And then I started, I said, I'll, I'll rent a camera and I'll rent a, some kind of audio recording device or something or some microphones. And, um, <clears throat> Jamie Richardson from, um, mm -hmm. Atlas digital media. I hope that's right. Um, he, he works he, for millennium and he works for millennium sound. sound. Yeah. But, um, but, but Jamie rented me some stuff real reasonable. I went up to the hummingbird and, uh, videoed uncle Dave and Fester Haygood. And were you, you weren't there that night. Were you, were you there? Yeah. Was that, uh, was one of the, uh, uh, it was the showcase, roots the roots, rock, roots, show, roots rock showcase, showcase. That Daniel yeah. Neesmith puts. On. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel's band was there. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and some, some other bands, uh, were there, but I filmed that night just from one camera in a static location and mm -hmm. took it home and started trying to edit video and then figuring that stuff out and figured out, uh, I set up video at Creek revival festival and, uh, maybe some, maybe some at swamp town and did some interviews here and there, uh, with folks and realized that I, you know, I didn't have the skill set to be doing it the way I wanted it to be, you know, to, to see it. And it just so happened that Justin from caution light media and Carrie were already recording, uh, live stuff and doing, doing a lot of video. So when was it that y'all, uh, came to white cross? Well, I got out of the military in, uh, late 2014, Okay. And um it's just a Mercer talk. Yeah, I was living with uh with my parents at the time and uh yeah, it was late twenty fourteen and Carrie and I met um spring, late winter of uh twenty sixteen, right? Twenty fifteen. 2015, right? <laughs> Carrie's in the room with us too, and she's over there frowning. <laughs> I just got my numbers mixed up. I sense, I sense a drought of coming. He's, he's <laughs> typical male. Yeah, and I had, uh, I mean, I, I played guitar. I was a musician uh, and a little bit, and and I'd gotten to steel photography when I was in the military and dabbled in some video and wanted to do more and i met carrie and she had gone to school for for that stuff and she had an interest in it too so yeah. that kind of sparked an interest a mutual interest for the both of us mm -hmm. and um so y'all's first videos in waycross were 2015 
or was it a little bit later? Than no, that? it must have been 2015. I think we started working with Sean that November um, of 2015 is when we did some of the first. And, and that was the very – y'all already had the name Caution Light Media. Uh, it was somewhere, it was yeah, right around close. that time, yeah. About the and, same time. And yeah. I think it was November of that year that, <clears throat> that I went to Macon for that first, mm-hmm. for that Roots Rock uh, showcase. Yeah, so, all of that kind of happened at the same, around the same time. And uh, Justin Carydon uh, started up uh, recording a lot of uh, uh, music videos, songwriters, uh, in the raw or in the rough. Uh, uncut 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 yeah uh just uh original songwriters uh doing uh their songs and uh they were excellent i yeah, mean you, you can check them out on uh caution light media's youtube channel mm-hmm. uh there's a isn't there an uncut playlist in there yep yeah it's really good sorry to yeah you no that's fine uh they're uh, from the get-go they were very professional the videos were and uh and you had people uh um lining up to get on that but now you came along though right at the around the same time and you were dabbling in this uh you saw the potential for something you couldn't quite put your finger on it but when you did put your finger on it it turned out that you once you met uh caution light media then you said okay there needs to be a documentary about waycross music is that when that he had started i i'd, I'd actually oh, was started. that the original idea yeah. he, he, you, he rented a camera and yeah okay. i rented a camera I went so that it. was there from the beginning i went okay. to yeah i went to um went to some went to some live shows i recorded stuff at revival music festival i think i did some inter- i think i might have done the first interview that with sean where you know like well, it was, it was, it was we all were, y'all that came to my okay house. it was in, okay in, it was us okay in, so in by the end it wasn't very long before i looked at what footage i had and looked at what footage he did i mean i, and, I do and, think that we you already knew them yeah i think i'd met them but it was right, right. it was all it, happening at the same same time, yeah. same time same you know they were they were definitely in the picture um and then they had filmed. No, what it was is they had filmed at Creek Revival, and I filmed at Creek Revival some of the live performances. Um, and we wound up taking. He wound up festival. giving me some of his footage, and I used it with my footage, like a different angle of mm-hmm. the same song. Mm-hmm. I, you know, got everything time coded and mm-hmm. and synced up, so where I was able to instead of having one static view, which I had one camera two cameras and now i had two or sometimes three because Mm -hmm. she would be on the other side with the camera as well they were running two cameras i think then um just randomly but i was able to to intercut that stuff and then um i used some of um board audio probably and then you know i had set up a couple of mics you know right out in the the, as a field recording Mm -hmm. um and it worked. They didn't. I don't think they had any audio besides their camera audio at that time. Um, but when they, when Caution Light Media first started recording some of these these uncuts or live at the creek or whatever, what I noticed was that visually, 
um, Justin had an eye for the 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 picture matching the sound um, mm-hmm. in terms of I think we rode around all day one time doing looking for locations and we did was that pale and sporadic was that was that the one or which one did we do down in that stairwell and and that was new depression new depression mm-hmm. um but he was one. like in his head he he the song matched the 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 setting mm-hmm. or the way that he filmed it or where it started and it would come into mm-hmm. the person or that whatever one, that one started with a spider the on spider, the wall yeah. we're in a stairwell coming off the sidewalk and he starts with a spider so many of your videos start with bugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the bug on your neck. You, you were out somewhere at the lake or somewhere. And well, bug uh, got a on. Big old yeah. roach. <laughs> yeah, that was one of them pine tree roaches. Yeah, that, that was pale and sporadic. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, so it became very obvious to me that, like, with not having the skill set, plus this guy gets it. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets, like, um, it was all professional. It was all slick. It all looked good, but, but it, more it importantly, raw, artistically, yeah. artistically, artistically yeah. it it captured a thing with you know the feeling of the song, or, or you know if Sean would be playing live at the creek and he would really get into the guitar, a lot of people would film just the hands strumming really fast. Mm-hmm. Whereas Justin would make sure to catch that face that he makes when he does that, <laughs> that intensity, yeah, you know, that, that real intensity. <laughs> Appreciate it. And that's what we were trying, you know, that's what in my mind, that's what I was seeing in my mind yeah. was that kind of stuff. So I was kind of like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. Do y'all want to do, you know, y'all are doing y'all's thing, whatever. And, you know, well, we try to try to make this thing. And then, um, we did some some filming, um, some some interviews, and some different different uh, different things uh, together, um, and there was never a problem with that. And then my my life got real complicated, and I had to just drop the, the project, you know. Uh, so the original something in the water documentary got dropped, and uh, uh, well, before we get too deep into it originally uh there was a uh the, we had sean and i were uh co-songwriters and and uh part of a, a group project here in waycross back in 2003 called uh, the newfanglers um you know it was a, a, a concept album that we put out uh based on a true story. And uh, we had a lot of Waycross songwriters, musicians, and vocalists on there, along with some other folks, including uh, Hank Williams Sr.'s steel guitar player, Don Helms, on there. So uh, it was a great project. And uh, um, there was somebody that came down and uh, from Nashville and listened to that uh uh, Jimmy Stratton came down, a photographer from Nashville, and he heard the raw tracks of that concept album. He said, man, shook his head, and he said, there is something in the water down here. Well, a few years later, Sean wrote a song called Something in the Water that leads off every podcast here. 
And uh, then Jason came up with the idea, and and uh, Justin and Carrie Don uh, uh, amplified that, and uh, the song "Something in the Water" podcast idea came. Yeah. Uh, After the documentary, first it became the, like a documentary. The documentary idea came uh, came out, and uh, we uh, messed around with that for a while, and then like Ju- uh, Jason said, he's he got. His life got a little complicated there, and it was like put on the back burner, and uh, it resurfaced one more time in a t-shirt, <laughs> and yeah, that did. came before the podcast, didn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, the t-shirt yeah, came. Yeah. Before, you got one? Yeah, I've got, got one. one right now. Yeah, show the folks right there. <laughs> Something in the water. The old mess in the water. <laughs> yeah, but that you, was to help raise. I mean, because I was making the documentary out of my pocket um, yeah. with. You know, renting the cameras and doing this, that, and the other. And I mean, I I work a regular job, you know. Yeah. You know, and when I say my life got complicated, I didn't go to jail, <laughs> I didn't go to rehab, nothing like that. It's just I got to where the the I was working, I was playing in bands all the time for extra money. I was working <laughs> extra. Uh, I was paying. I was in a. Uh, I became single, and I had a son in high school. Uh, you know, was graduating high school and stuff. So, I mean. Priorities being what they are, yeah. I mean, you know, me and my kid are going to come before, mm-hmm. you know, life, an life art, an art way, project, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, like I said, playing music all the time. Then you, you know, when do you, when do you film? When do you, you know, do this and that? And you know, you can't afford, you know, three, four hundred dollars a weekend to, to, to film stuff. I did sell some T-shirts and, yeah, you give it a value and stuff like that, you know, to to do it, and you know. And in my mind, it it was and 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 to be fair, you know, their uh, caution light media's um, dance card was filling up because they were the stuff was starting to get out that they were doing, and people were coming from from all over, you know, to uh, to record with them. So, mm-hmm. you know that that led to more. It was going to be difficult to schedule anything, you know, mm-hmm. um, and especially once I think. Some of the live from Swanee drives uh, and the uncut series started getting out there, and then Abe Partridge came over, and then it kind of exploded. I mean, to where um, I think that you know the whole time they've been doing it, it seems like they only work with who they want to work with musically. You know, instead of you know, well, we don't have anything on Thursday. Let's see if we can just book somebody. Yeah. You know, I think they've always had, you know, that they've they've drawn the the top tier talent. So, um, and you know, so you gotta you gotta balance all that stuff with you know mm-hmm. the something and what the documentary thing being more of a passion project, aka zero dollars. <laughs> you know, so, um, but yeah, I, I just couldn't. You know, it it takes a for for somebody like me who doesn't have that natural skill set. It takes a lot of of thinking and studying to figure out who, when, why. You know, can you can you get somebody to to do an interview? Agree to do an interview. Mm-hmm. You know, the emails and the calls back and forth. I don't know if I want to do it or do want to do it. Um, and sometimes it can. You know, if you're if you're looking at a long-term project, it can kind of knock you down a little bit if somebody doesn't want to participate or you can't ever seem to get together or whatever. So, um, 
it was just easier for me to put it on the back burner. And then y'all started up the, the podcast, which I thought was a much better way to do this whole concept rather than what we were looking at, which was going to be a 75 minute feature. Now you get to do however long, you know, as many times as you want to. And, and people can really get an in-depth look at each person because it's so layered because mm-hmm. we were looking, I was like 75 minutes. I haven't even touched gospel. I haven't yeah, touched hip hop. I haven't touched yeah. shape note singing. Yeah. A, lo- a lot of the conversations were that. It's like, how do we fit? <clears throat> do we need to focus just on a part of it, or do we, how how are you going to do? All and that? my God, the bluegrass around here! Mm-hmm. Holy goodness, you know yeah, we didn't even touch that. You know those those uh, what was it Thursday nights or whatever the the invitation yeah, only out, uh, Central out Avenue. Central Avenue where it was just you know everybody you've ever seen that's really good. You can leave them at the door because these people inside this building are going to spank their butts, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people who and and that was the other thing about the documentary is trying to get down to the people who don't go out and get on a stage that are just insanely talented, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a diesel mechanic or a roofer or something who can just play or sing like nobody's been, you know. So, so we've got some videos. We're gonna. This yeah. is what this episodes about we're going to revisit some of this stuff that never that, yeah. that was filmed for the documentary yeah so it can uh have a place to exist and people can check out and this. i still and i still think that um someday maybe between the interviews that are done here and the stuff that's been filmed and the stuff that may be filmed in the future um i would hope that one day maybe there can be some completed Cahisa. episodes yeah. of hey you know Josh Kirkland was on the the podcast but here's some live Josh Kirkland and here's mm-hmm. an interview or you know something this or other people talking about it mm-hmm. cuz that's the one thing with the interviews for the documentary is um i asked most of these people the same questions yeah yeah and, and so you and so you, could, so you could so you could tie it back together that's what the concept was was to tie it back together and tie it back to Waycross. Yeah. Um, so I did have, and that's what I meant when I was talking about skill set and and taking time is like I really thought about like what's the most efficient use of Justin and Carrie Dawn's time to do this because I'm one of those people that just doesn't, you know, it's hard for me to to spearhead a project because I don't have the most confidence in the world that I know how to to guide it properly. But in, but I did put a lot of time and effort into trying to figure out how to tie these these threads together because I look at it like, like I said, going to a festival and seeing all this together, it became these threads are now a tapestry, (laughs) you know, and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really, you know, uh, the love of music brings all of these people together. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyways, that's my, that's my spiel on it. So, well, and, uh, gets back to my first point that, uh, you have been uh, big in our community as far as all that goes, and we all appreciate it too. Same holds true for Caution Light Media. They've been very, very giving and uh, supportive of uh, since the beginning, you know, and uh, uh, I'm sure they hadn't made a whole lot of money doing all of this, but uh, their love of the music uh, stands stands out pretty strong and and uh and you can 
see all of that in the videos. But uh, we appreciate all of that as as musicians and songwriters mm -hmm. ourselves. You know, that's huge, huge to us. Uh, and you come at it from both sides. I mean, yeah. you know, but uh, it's great. So now, folks, we're going to watch some uh, never-before-seen footage. Unedited. Unedited of the uh, inter some interviews. Uh, now, these uh, some of these were held at the uh, 2016 annual Grand Parsons Guitar Pull and Tribute Festival. And uh, there was, uh, well, let's see, what's, who was at that one? Burrito Deluxe, I think. Um, um, we got, that was with uh, Sneaky Pete. That, that, was, that ended up being his last performance, gone, I believe. Well, no, that was way back. That Burrito was, Deluxe, this one would have been Walter Egan. Oh. Uh, yeah, Sneaky Pete would, would have been back in about oh, I 2000. Forgot, I forgot that they played again without Sneaky Five or six, yeah. Okay. Yep. But this one would have been uh, the Walter Egan model. And, okay. uh, of course, we got Nancy Northrup. Yeah. Uh, um, Skeeter Truck. That's a Mark Andrus. Uh, yeah, that's production. a Mar Mark Andrus band. Uh, Susan Hall from North Carolina. Yeah. Ross Pede and the Cypress Knees from uh, Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Or originally, Ross was from Waycross, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, I was talking to him today. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Brown and uh, Ed Munson from down in Florida. Back City Woods is Daniel Neesmith's band from yeah. around Cochrane. Donna Frost from Nashville, Tennessee. Michael and Boney and the Pig-Eyed Daddies. She now goes as Micah Bond. She's a hell of a fiddle fiddle player uh, from Claxton. Kelly Parr from St. Simons. Laurel Lee and the Escapees from Jacksonville. Deepwell from Cochran. Hearts on Fire. Hearts on Fire. Who was that? Um... Hearts on fire. My mind has gone blank on that one. They were really good that year. They I remember were, they that. They were good. Uh, I can't. I didn't know who they were. Yeah. But, we were uh, doing doc. We were doing interviews, so I didn't get to enter. I normally hang out backstage yeah. a lot and schmooze. That's and a great moves. name, the Fred Cop, uh, uh, musician and 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 lawyer from Alma, Georgia. Coleman Gentry. Uh, that was uh, Cindy Dale's uncle. Coleman oh, Gentry, okay, yeah. yeah, I think that's her her mama's brother. Sundown, real old school country. Sundowner Motel from yeah. Albany. Little duo, yeah. Pine Box Dwellers, of course. Yeah. Ty Manning from uh, Buckhead, Georgia. Yeah. Marlon Brackett and his Hillbilly Bruisers from Marietta. Hickory Wind, that was uh, the band that I was in, uh, along with Billy Ray Heron and John Randall Smith, Bill Smith, Steve Glisson, Tony Kaysen. Now, uh, um, Abby Owens from Indiantown, Florida. Yep. James Scott Bullard. Now, this is a guy that uh, played uh, some of Will uh, James's uh, Grand Parsons tributes up there in uh, around Boston and Nashville. Crabgrass Cowboys, uh, ever our most wonderful favorites from Tampa, Florida. Yep. Dakota Dodge from Carrollton, Georgia. David Cry from 
uh, New Paltz, New York, and Greg Henderson in the way outs from around uh, Marietta. Jughead, <laughs> there's another one I can't write, recall. Uh, Jughead was in the Archie comics. Yes, he had a crown. He wore a little crown hat, and but that's not the same one. Devils in Disguise from Columbia, South Carolina. Yep. That was the lineup, folks. That's the backbone of the music festival right there. Yeah, yeah. All them names that I just read off. And Burrito Deluxe was our headliner, one headliner that year. And uh, they were uh, Walter Egan and company. And so here we go. These are some interviews from that festival uh, backstage and yeah, this here is a, and there. Not, we, not actually footage of anybody we just talked about, but right. this is what was going on in the the documentary, yeah, filming the, docu the documentary, filming the documentary off and the side. I guess of the these festival. were random folks that uh, you just lassoed up and asked so, them. Yeah, some of them were. I mean, questions it was, about Waycross. Yeah, yeah, we we pretty much had a a, a list of questions because, yeah. like I said, I want to tie it together and um, That's you know, are we on, right. are we going to comment on these things yeah. as we go along or yeah, what? Okay, yeah, this is this is going to be fun, Mystery so, Science Theater. So who's going to say it? This is Jake and Taylor. And go. Roll that beautiful yeah. bean footage. <laughs> Roll that. Yeah. How are you? This, and have a this is our buddy Jake Taylor from Good day. Boston. From Boston. Boston Jake, we call him. Sure. Okay, ask away. <laughs> I've been working for the past 15 hours down here at the Grand Parsons Guitar Tribute. A lot of good people down here, a lot of great music. Down here in uh, good old Waycross, Georgia. This is my second home, a place I found in 2006. <laughs> Don't really like the town as much as I do the people. The people are where it's at. I remember one day, I'm up, I'm up from Boston. Well, down from Boston, technically. But I came to a bar. I found a random bar in town. It was in an old building called Whitfield. It's been many different establishments. Well, what the fuck? Why are you letting me ramble? Oh, it hasn't been? Well, way to interrupt.